Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am Positive Chuck Mockler. Hey, good to have you back, buddy. Oh, you know, always good to be back. Uh, we're just a couple of best friends and Clipper Credential Media folks. We're bringing you Lockdown Clippers five days a week. Yep. But when? Seven in the morning. You can kill some windshield time on the way to your job or your favorite hike, whatever. But yeah, make us your first list and then let's dive into this scintillating win over the Blazers. That's right. In very nearly a haunting win, uh, the Clippers <laughs> did take care of the Blazers. 102 to 90. We're going to talk about what we liked from that game as well as what we didn't like. And then, it's my favorite day of the week. It's mm. Twitter Tuesday. Every single Monday, we ask for your questions on Twitter. That's at Locked on Clips. A uh, bunch of good stuff. Can't wait to dive into that. And then in shavings, Batum, new assignment on the horizon of oh, a yeah. return. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, and then... We're also going to talk about like sort of the future of Brandon Boston Jr.'s minutes, possibly way too early preview. Who knows? Uh, so all that and more coming up right about now. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, so the Clippers grinded out the win in Portland, 102 to 90. We got to let you know this episode is brought to you by Truebill. It is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. There was no Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum in this game, which... What's the difference? Whoa. I'm just kidding. Firing off the hip already. Um, no Dame or CJ. This game was a little harder than I think some of us wanted it to be. Definitely. Look, I said in the game preview, uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure if Paul George was going to play in this one or not. Regardless, I just hoped that we would break the 100 barrier. We did that. Didn't quite get to 105, but hey, we did it. Yep. Uh, leads us into what we liked. Paul George hit every very tough shot yes. that was on his plate in front yeah. of him. He did exactly what you want your superstar to do. He made as many shots in the fourth quarter as the Blazers did as a team. Yes, definitely. And he shot 50% from the floor overall. Did not make a three in this one, which is Ooh. interesting. He only attempted three, though, so it's not like it's not like that big of a deal. And the paint was there to attack against this place. Definitely. Game. And, like, you know, some of these shots were maybe a little bit questionable. <laughs> uh, but I guess you can't question the result. I mean, that's what he does. Uh, that's what we needed. Yeah, absolutely. 21-8-4, four, four steals. Just, I mean, just, just a great game from him. Basically did everything right except for shoot from the outside. Like he was contributing in every other way, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, interesting note in this one, Luke Kennard got the start in place of Surge. We had a Reggie, Luke, PG, Mook, uh, Zubats lineup. Yeah, I, I was kind of interested in this just because, I mean, of seeing that that starting lineup with double bigs kind of the last couple of games. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was an would have been an interesting pairing against, you know, Nurkic and... I mean, even Covington is a pretty big dude. Mm -hmm. um, so, but yeah, th th this was great. I mean, I, I enjoyed this. I think that this was probably the right change to yeah. make. Uh, this is a nice little thread that I think Ty Luke can pull as the season goes on as we get healthier. A hundred percent. And we'll talk a little bit more about it. But so Luke finished with 15 points and six boards. He shot 40% from two, 50% from three. Love it. Played the second most minutes on the team. Surprising. Um. Not really, but uh, I honestly would have loved to see him get even some more shots up. And the thing is, is like there's not even like a number that I'm ballparking as like what is the correct number for Luke, even though it's 16. Uh, but <laughs> for but, shots from three or just in total, general? Total, total, oh, okay, total, right, right, right. Uh, but I honestly like it's just an indication to me of how the ball is moving. And that is, you know, even though we Ooh. got the win in this one, 
you know, we'll talk about it later, but one of the bigger things that I didn't like. What else did we like, though, from this game? Marcus Morris, fully back. Oh, he continues to look Ooh, really, really he good. He looks phenomenal. Um, 17 points, two boards, four assists, two steals, yeah. which is great. Didn't break 20, but, you know, whatever. Um, but he was carrying Close the enough. Clippers' offense for some periods in this game, and we really needed it. He was three for eight from three, like, and he's just moving well. 100%. Will he be the only player to return to the Clippers' regular roster from injury without a, a stint in the G League? Man, I hope Kawhi plays in the G League because that'll be a good time. If Kawhi returns, yes. <laughs> but I think, I think you're right. I think he'll be the only one. Um, and Can then, you imagine Mook in the G League? Dude, he would destroy people. Uh, and then we, had, we got some fantastic Brandon Boston Jr., yeah, yeah, we did. So he did end up tying his season high of 13 in this one. Uh, he had three turnovers. I kind of talked about this uh, in the preview of pregame. Like, mm -hmm. he kind of needs a little bit of flexibility where we can afford to give it because, you know, we right. talk about all the time the margins are very slim, but where we can afford to give it, he does need a little bit of space and, and room to kind of make mistakes and learn and grow from those. Very, yeah. Like, I mean, he's 19. He's, I, I tweeted this, but Brandon Boston Jr. on this Clippers team is like that freshman that hangs out with seniors, but you don't know that they're not a senior until they're like, oh, I got to take the PSAT. I can't go to the kegger. And you're like, what? <laughs> Wait, so the freshman's taking the PSAT and, and not the seniors? No, they've year? already taken it. They're good to go. Okay. Um, Seems a little early to be taking that, but uh, you know, whatever. whatever I, I, I loved uh, the way that they were kind of clowning around uh, Reggie and, and Reggie and Brandon Boston Jr. with Paul George in his post game. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just, there just very clearly is a belief in this player sure. from this organization, which is not something I would have expected coming into this season. Just, you know, like with the expectations and everything, like regardless of how good you are, the margins once again are so thin. Yeah. But it, it and you're seems, young as hell. It seems though that they, there is, uh, you know, it should be apparent from the contract, but there is an actual on court uh, yeah. sort of like contribution towards his development. Yes. Um, going into what we didn't like, this isn't going to shock anybody. This offense is just brutal. Yes. Um, every game is a rock fight. 18 assists on 41 made baskets, which is not ideal. This Blazers team gave up 145 points the last time they played before they played the Clippers. And we just weren't attacking the paint. Like PG was doing a pretty good job of it, but the paint was kind of open to go at. Um, we only had three guys, or excuse me, the Blazers only had three guys in double digits and almost got the win against us. And we had, what, four? I mean, we had five guys in double digits. Usually when that happens, the Clippers are getting a bigger victory and maybe scoring more than 102 points. We, we need Nick Batum. We just need guys healthy. And, it, and this kind of leads in the other thing. Is there any worry about Serge Ibaka right now? So, yeah, I don't know. This is the first time we saw him since the first half of that game against the Kings. Yeah. So it has been a minute. Seven minutes in this one. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not really sure. I do think that there would have been value to to having him play a little bit. I I talked about liking that change to the starting lineup. I I do think that that is overall better for the spacing. Agreed. Totally um, agree with that. But you know, we didn't really have an answer for Nurk, which is Dude. one of the biggest things I didn't really like in this game. Sure. I mean, he was their leading scorer. He had 31, five and one. Uh, we did limit him on the boards, however, a little bit. You know, yeah, five, five only, boards. Only five boards. Uh, is, we won is, boards and turnovers, which hey, I'll take that any day. And then Tyloo had some kind of puzzling things to say about Serge's kind of future availability. Yeah, post game, Tyloo said we'll see on Serge's place in the rotation, which. 
like genuinely threw me for a loop because what does that mean? Is this a health thing? Is this a heart's playing better than you think? Like what does, I guess we'll just wait and see until Wednesday and like what those minutes look like against the Celtics. Yeah, definitely. And you know, I mean, it makes sense from the standpoint, like if you're thinking about the starters, right? Know, oh, so, of like, course. Cause that's, yeah. that totally is a, a oh, we'll I don't think see. he's starting. I don't it, think we'll see him start. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be, like, very matchup dependent. Because we saw in the playoffs that Zoo got those minutes. Yeah. So I think, I think that that... Um, what else did you maybe not like in this game? Um, look, he had a pretty good game overall. I was really hoping for a more efficient game from Reggie offensively, especially against coming into this game, what was the worst-ranked defense, yes. it, like, in the league. He did finish with 16-6-6. and six, but he put up 16 points on 19 shots. He shot two of 10 from three. Some of these were very questionable shots, which we talk about the Reggie roller coaster on the on this show, which is sort of the ups and downs that you kind of have to bear with sometimes with yeah. the Reggie Jackson experience. And look, man, he did a lot of other things that I do like. I, I like the six boards. I do really like that the facilitation was there. Especially, no turnovers. Yeah, and especially in a game where like we really couldn't get the ball moving that well. Um, I think that part of the facilitation thing that helps that out, though, is definitely having Luke out there. Demands a little bit more gravity from a defense. He's a little bit more active off ball, sure. especially even in Surge, who can stretch the floor, but he's not moving around on offense. He's not running ball. around screens. Yeah, yeah, the way, the <laughs> right. way that Luke does. Um, I don't know. I guess my thing with Reggie's efficiency is like, is this just, this is what we have to live with, I guess? I, I think so. His play was so elevated in those playoffs that we saw efficient Reggie, but I think regression to the mean Reggie is a little more. I expected the down. mean to be a little bit, a little, <laughs> a little bit higher, a little higher than this. Look, man, uh, I'm happy that like he was, he had an overall contribution to this game. And if you look at the box score, he did have the best. He was plus clutch. minus. Yeah, in that sense. Uh, but like, look, man, some of this decision making stuff is making things harder on Paul George. Yep. And some of this kind of stuff is like the reason Paul George, I think, feels uh, internally that he has to make up ground and has to take some of these tough shots because. There are these long droughts that we're all well aware of at this point where nothing is happening with the offense. Yeah. And I think at a certain point, you got to look at Reggie's part in that. I totally agree. Um, Hartenstein caught a hard foul from Nurkic, who's oh, a low-key dirty player. Um, it was rough. Him and Norman Powell come on for 60 tonight. Just, just insane. And then one thing, kind of a nitpick, couldn't capitalize on the first half turnovers by the Blazers. Um, made the game harder than it needed to be, but... Honestly, how are we feeling? We needed the win. I'm like, let's get out of Portland. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Needed the win. Uh, I mean, I guess it was cool. It wasn't, I mean. Closer it, than it should have been? I, don't, I guess, but like maybe. I don't know. It's so yeah. hard. It, like, it's let's so hard Let's get the hell out say. of Portland. Yeah, let's get out of Portland. Like, we, we needed the win. <laughs> let's, let's try to move forward. Oh, yeah. Um, keep moving forward. Coming up, we're going to be answering your questions on Twitter Tuesday. But first, got to give another shout out to Truebill. Did you know? Uh, that free trials renew without your consent. Do you know why? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subs. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to 720 bucks a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. 
Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. And now that you've saved thousands, what should you buy? Oh, wow. So you got to check out Theragun. Look, you don't want the stress of daily life weighing on your body. It doesn't matter if you're an elite athlete or someone like me just trying to make it through the day tension-free. Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest month muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. Mm. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stress of everyday life, there's no substitute for Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George and DeAndre Hopkins. What? Hundreds of thousands of customers and me. And right now you can try Theragun for the first 30 days starting at only $199. Wow. Go to therabody.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash locked on. Therabody.com slash locked on. All right, welcome to Twitter Tuesday. We thank everybody for sending their questions in on this. We answer them every Tuesday. Um, let's get into it. Will Fredericks with kind of a heater. Zoo has a team option for next season. Do the Clips pick up the option, extend, or trade? I think they're picking up the option. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I think that this is a great question. I, yeah, but thank I, you, Will. I just think that like because of where we are with contracts, like I, I don't really see... I just don't really see a situation where they can necessarily afford to not pick up this contract extension. You know what I mean? Totally like, agree. Um, he would be making, I think he's making it's what, like eight or nine? Seven this year. It's seven and a half. Oh, next seven and year. a half. Gotcha. And I mean, yeah, where we're at cap wise, we might extend him. Someone asked us if, you know, like what we saw maybe Zoo's extension as. And I think it's like if they were to offer an, ex an extension, where on like the Luke Kennard scale is Zoo's extension? I think it's lower than that, but I think he could probably get four for 60. That's kind of like around 15. He's healthy for this Clippers team, which we uh, will just need for the rest of our franchise's history, apparently. Yeah. He's improved. He's still Yeah, young. I wonder if he could get more somewhere else. It's, it's just tough, man. It, it, it's it's, it's tough. weird. Cause it's, he also, it's a tough market for centers. And if he wants like kind of, you know, like success, there's not a lot of better teams offering a better scenario. In terms of like, there's not, I mean, like, I'm not seeing necessarily a winning team. I'm not seeing a winning team that would be willing to offer him 20. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, so I think it's either extend or, uh, or I hope they pick up the option. Um, Michael J. Smith is losing Kenny Atkinson our reason for offensive struggle. I think losing Kawhi is the biggest reason. Yeah, I think losing, <laughs> losing Kawhi for sure. I mean, we just can't forget too that like, We've had what one or two two games to one game total of of both Batum and Morris. Yeah, together. and that was when Morris was like and barely healthy. Yeah, that was like a shell of Marcus Morris. So <laughs> I mean, that's definitely a factor. And then you know, there's been they've really had to figure out the lineups, and I, I still think yeah, we're seeing like Brandon Boston Jr. first off the bench. We're starting two bigs. Like things are wonky. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, we keep going back to the thing that like. Tyloo's hand is just so forced that there's yeah. there's not really a whole lot of options. For sure. Um, yeah. 
I also, is it a contributing factor? I mean, I think that's sure. fair. I also think it's a contributing factor to maybe Terrence Mann's. I think developmentally, not the leap. yeah, yeah, that's the biggest loss. I think um, Xavier Dawson wants to know what do you guys think our record will look like by the All Star break, and do you think a roster change will happen by then? As of this recording, we are thirteen and twelve. Um, games all the way up to February seventeenth before the break, taking us to the Clippers' sixty-first game. There's an eight-game road trip between January 19th and the 31st. There's a few four and sevens. Where, where do you see us in, at the 60? Are we going to be close to this 500? Mark? I mean, like, ideally, we're five to seven games above 500. Uh, I'm okay with that. I, I think that that's definitely possible. I mean, I'd be pretty pleased with that. I'd be pretty excited about it. And this Honestly, is, a, just, this just is the hardest part of the schedule. I was going to say, just especially considering I'm like, just I'm contradicting myself now because thinking <laughs> about how hard January is, that seems really, really difficult. We're going to learn a lot about this team during that, that insane stretch. Um, Stu Quinn, famed Stu Quinn, uh, quasi third host of this podcast every now and then said, needless to say, the clips didn't do what we all hoped they would during the early season homestand that I think you guys are more in the realm of 20 and four rather than 12 and 12. What does this team need to do to be this season's road warriors? I mean, it's nothing Ooh. new for us. I'm, I'm pretty sure our road record was better than our home record last year. Mm -hmm. Look, I, I like, here's the thing. Staples, you know, for the Clippers, maybe doesn't hold the same type of hold home court advantage as, rough this year. as it traditionally does sure. uh, in the NBA, uh, which is bizarre, especially like, I, it, it got better you know like the first two seasons with, with yeah Kawhi for sure but uh yeah i i just think they need to lock in and you know hopefully hopefully they can kind of get shocked out of maybe a little bit of complacency or, or sort of whatever it's a is good call yeah backs against home. the wall yeah i mean i guess you're like I mean, it's unfortunate, but you're like away from your routine and like your family, mm -hmm. and like maybe you're a little bit more locked in. I don't know. the 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 Clippers have been a solid road team, uh, and we saw you know even in the playoffs last year. So, yeah. The, uh, the thing that's hard for me is it. like health, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like we talk about how we try and not use health as an excuse, but on the road, health is such a big issue. And just being down one guy, and we don't know what Serge's situation with his availability, like. That's just putting the Clippers further behind the eight ball. Well, like my thing is, is like we've talked about. I mean, we've tried not to make too big of a point of it on this show, but like you know, it comes up again and again, like the lack of Clippers practice time. Like, okay, Dude, so what yeah. do you think it's going to be like in January when you're not only playing five and sevens, but you're now on the road and traveling yeah. as well? It's not getting any easier. Exactly. Um, Drunken Trent asks, "What are the Clippers gifting Tyloo for the holidays this year?" Aside from a quality December record, um, cashmere quarter zip. Um, Ooh, okay, a little stylish, a uh, little comfortable Tyloo. I love. Uh, Is this just what you want for Christmas? <laughs> I don't need a Clippers cashmere quarter zip. Do they make uh, Clippers cashmere? <laughs> although you know, if you have one laying around, but you, you kick it my way. Uh, I know I love Tyloo's commitment to uh, team gear. Yeah. Quarter zips are always funny to me because I picture Ty Lu getting to like a nice restaurant and be like, oh, it's kind of hot in here. And then having to take off the quarter zip at the table, which he is always his, a fun He tucks time. in his undershirt. No problem. Still funny. Um, I think they're maybe getting him. Man, I guess I don't even really know. Like we knew that Ty, you know, that Doc liked wine and stuff like that. What does Ty Lu's think? Mouth rings. 
Mouth ring's not about right. I guess it's a new mouth ring. Um, look up the GIF if you haven't seen it. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking Nick Patoon being assigned to the G League. Uh, and then, of course, Brandon Boston Jr. Minutes. But first, Will, Boost Mobile. What? Look, you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge, especially mm-hmm. this podcast. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes of this podcast or any mm-hmm. other podcast you might listen to. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too and the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Who knows? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. Wow, sexy phone name there. More power to save Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere for all phones. Networks see BoostMobile.com for details. Okay, now that we have powered up and gotten all the speed we could ever get, thanks to Boost Mobile, we're talking shavings. It was announced today, Nick Batum assigned to the G League for his recovery. I love this move. This is like a new thing the Clippers are doing that I'm fully on board with. Agree or disagree? Disagree. What do you mean? We need him at whatever whatever capacity is at. 10%, 50%, 100%, get him on the floor. I talked a couple weeks ago about like (laughs) just even having Marcus Morris in one of the little scooters or whatever uh, would be better than not. I, I feel the same way about Nick Batum. Uh, I I don't think that he needs to get anything back right. He's perfect. Is this indicative of maybe the symptoms hitting him kind of hard from COVID? That could be. That right? could be. I like, don't want to think about that. So I mean, I'm thinking thing. that it's uh, just polite so Serge doesn't feel bad about his return. Uh, just a classic, just upstanding, upstanding. Just a good move. guy move. Just uptown all the way, that Nick Patin. Nothing wrong with that. This also this has to be due to Serge making this request for himself, which leads me into a question. Is it crazy to want Serge as some kind of coach for the Clippers after he retires? He seems like a phenomenal like vet guy to have around who's won a ring. You know what I mean? One of those guys like this is what you do to be a consummate professional and could help young guys. Like I'd love him on a coaching staff. Yeah, I I mean I I don't think that's a bad idea at all. And he stays very active and engaged with his teammates. Yes. Um, you know, even when he was in 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 street clothes. So yeah, I, I I'm not mad at that at all. So and he's just by all accounts such a great locker room guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Be the best uh, dressed coach in the league, easy. If you've, you know, if you've cracked the the tough exterior of say a Kawhi Leonard to get into the friendship realm. Oh you know what I mean? yeah. I think you have social dynamic to break into. I think you're getting through to some some folks on the court. Sure. And if you're not, hey, that's on them. Sounds seems like it's on them. It's on yeah. Them. Um all right, we gotta talk about this. When everyone is healthy this season, sans Kawhi, because everyone's about to be healthy with Batum back, what does Brandon Boston Jr.'s minutes look like? 36. (laughs) (laughs) No. I mean, like, I I mean, when Kawhi's back, yeah, who knows, man? He's kind of deep. But sans Kawhi, this year, when Batum is back, we're at full strength, because I think he's made memes aside, all that stuff aside, legitimately he's made a case the kid can score. Like, that's, it does more than Justice Winslow. He'll have more minutes than Justice Winslow. So non non zero. And I'm happy I about think that. more than Amir. Amir was a DNP tonight. Yeah, I mean more than Amir as well. Um, 
we'll see less of Amir as both of our forwards kind of return. Right. Um, in Batum and Morris. But yeah, I don't know, man. Uh it's it's just so interesting because he offensively is succeeding at all the things like Terrence Mann is really kind of struggling with right now. Uh I still think Terrence Mann though better defender is the brings better more defender to the table. is is definitely like the still the higher winning upside of the two not like necessarily higher floor yeah higher floor made a great is, offensive rebound and kicked it out to brandon boston for a three in this game so yeah yeah for sure yeah um but no it is interesting and it, it's just interesting too because of this team like what they're struggling to do the most is surprisingly score um so there's definitely there's definitely some sort of minutes in there for him in in sort of like yeah and in sort of like the realm of what Terrence Mann's minutes were kind of like last season where it's like, Oh, okay, man, nothing is working. Like, (laughs) let's go, let's throw a little chaos in. Like, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, and if it's bad, you know, like it's not going to be so bad that that's the thing that undoes a game. Right. It's not losing us a game. Yeah. For sure. So I I think it'll be, yeah, I mean, it'll be sub 10, but I, you know, I, I still think that there's, I still think that there's some quality. There could be some quality minutes for him there, especially if the offense continues to struggle. And there's some weird stuff too. Like we don't know what the surge situation is. So until that gets figured out, that's just some more roster space for him for some minutes for him to take. And I'm so excited to see if this happens, when this happens, him and Kawhi sharing the floor. Cause what does that from a space? Like we've seen Brandon Boston Jr. Play the two. We've seen him play the three. Like Ty Lue is not afraid to just do a bunch of weird stuff with BBJR. Well, and we've complimented too. I mean, one thing I think that also does help him in the rotation thing is that he can score without needing to dribble a lot or needing yeah. the ball necessarily in his hands a lot. Uh, so I think that that does bode well for him too, especially, you know, if he can continue to improve his decision-making. He did have three turnovers tonight. Right. One um, of them wasn't his fault though. One of them was that real bad pass. I think it was from Bledsoe. Oh, that was from Bledsoe, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah that grazed his hand and went out of yeah. bounds. Yeah, for sure. No, nothing is ever Brandon's fault. On this oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, anything else in shavings? Uh, I don't think so, man. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of Portland. Um, let's just pretend we do every podcast of an away game in that city. <laughs> yeah, in the city, but not at the stadium. No, 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 no. We're just taking them to the local thoroughfare. Um, Wednesday's episode, preview of Celtics versus Clippers. Going to be an interesting one. Um, a what you say Wednesday poll. So look out for that over on at Locked On Clips on Twitter. Of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland will. If you had a rapport with a U.S. Postal Service worker and they were asking, like, oh, what's a li- listening recommendation while I help out the nation with our mail? Where would you tell them to listen to our podcast? So you can check us out on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked On Clippers. It works. Hey, look, we mentioned up top, but we do come at you Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. 7 a.m. Pacific. We'd love to have you listen. We absolutely would. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. And as always, we appreciate you.